Hello, welcome back to the Vanquisher's Guide. I'm Bradley, and this is feeling rather uh, tenuous at this point. Yeah, deja vu. I'm Randy. Yeah, this is feeling awfully familiar, and I'm Bryce. <laughs> I feel like when we have days like this, we should just post all of <laughs> all our intros back to back to back <laughs> as bloopers there so people go. can appreciate how hard it is, apparently, for my gosh darn so, so internet to work. <laughs> the one episode gets introduced like six times because we just do every <laughs> intro and then the regular episode just cuts right in after that <laughs> like hello 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 well, and, and what's funny to... is you guys are missing such a funny intro that went completely yeah. over bryce in my head the, the last one was so or something good or, yeah or fighting I I, it felt like it was not great you guys were loving it <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but it was it was just something about Randy being a reigning champion and there were some fever champion. dreams, but yeah. all I know is I was a runner up to something. Yeah. I'm you, not sure what. You were so close to winning. And all I know is that I am still on lots of medication. Well, not lots, but medication from a seasonal cold and I'm holding it together for you guys. Well, keep holding on you, then. For you and Brad <laughs> specifically, not for anyone else. He is doing it for you listeners. He doesn't care about us. No, no. Drew, he doesn't. Like, he hates us. He just gives us, like, uh, a big F you whenever this podcast exactly. is over. <laughs> yep, yep. Just cold shoulder. The coldest yeah. shoulders. Well, I'm, uh, I've been looking forward to this episode because I really enjoy going into mythologies that I haven't been able to spend very much time into. And I know oh, we've yeah. we've we've done some. Uh, well, I guess I'll introduce it first. We're doing some more Indigenous American uh, mythology and lore. Oh, and sick. I know Randy has gone pretty <laughs> deep into it. I'm I'm assuming you've done, you've done quite a few episodes. We've done that's true. Skinwalkers. We've done Wendigos. Wendigos. Thunderbirds. So true. I didn't realize that I would, like went down that rabbit hole so hard. But yeah, I guess you're right. Um, and I was like, man, it's my turn. I've yeah. I got, I've been getting really into it from your episodes, which for all the listeners, if you haven't heard it, please go take, check that out. Show your friends if they're into uh, that kind of mythology. We yeah. are going to go into it again. And Heck I yeah. am have been mind blown, uh, like I am with every single episode, at how much lore, history, and just greatness there is in in other cultures so it's yeah great. a lot yeah. of depth like if there's one thing about this podcast that like just kind of doing this has taught me is that like i don't know maybe a stupid sentiment but you know it's a big <laughs> world and it is a big world like even though humanity is just like a tiny speck in the universe we have a very rich and like full like history That's if true. you have the time to really like do. learn about it and what a better way to learn about it than our podcast that's exactly yeah. right. So true. I don't. I don't know why. Like shameless plug, <laughs> plugging plugging our own podcast on our own podcast. <laughs> That's the best place to plug. I think isn't it? it's a scummy thing to do. <laughs> Is it? I feel like feels like just a a useless thing to do. I don't know if it's scummy. Yeah, too. No, yeah. Self defeating. <laughs> but if you're here, you're already here. That's true. It's okay, but you can keep being here there you go. by listening <laughs> to our podcast. Oh man, <laughs> Randy, you're sick. I'm just delusional. So. Yeah, what's your excuse? I don't know. <laughs> Good question. <laughs> but uh, so occasionally, I've noticed on our like 
in our podcasts, we'll go from like really light topics to mm-hmm. like really in-depth, deep, like crazy topics. And then we'll go like really dark occasionally. Right. Um, I don't yeah. know if you guys have felt that, but that happens. And Every once in a while. And we're going there today. Oh, um, oh fun. Yeah. To the really fun, happy places? No, 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 not quite. Uh, oh. The really dark, dark places oh. in history. But oh. and and here's here's what I'm thinking, right? Okay. When we talk about, fill it out for me. Like when when we thought about the topic of what our podcast was, when we think about monsters, you know, you tend to think like dark, creepy things, vampires, werewolves, and stuff. Oh yeah, like? skeletons and so, all like, that jazz. Yeah. Skeletons right. and. <laughs> Spiders. So when, you go, when you go really deep into it, not just like the baseline of like werewolves or something, right? Like of the big stuff, like vampires and stuff. Uh-huh. That the if you go really deep into the actual origin of the story, it's usually like super dark, very like or, or think of like Grimm's fairy tales, right? Oh yeah, like, those are those are those sketchy, are dark, those are screwed awful. up, man. <laughs> and I don't think so any of those are happy. No, I don't, I'm pretty sure none of them are. Um, didn't we talk about that with like? mermaids and stuff like i mean i know we have talked offline about that how oh, okay yeah, well maybe mermaid. we'll do mermaids some guy time because those are the story maybe we mentioned it during my uh my uh your siren uh, episode, siren episode, episode yeah. i think maybe maybe anyways yeah. so basically what i'm driving at is a lot of the origins for these folklore creatures even though they may kind of evolve over time and to be a little bit more kid friendly happy and whatever a lot of them are not is and there a so, happy version of this guy? Um, no, no, not okay. no. Um, <laughs> so I mentioned we're going to be going into um, the indigenous people, the First Nations people of America. Um, specifically, we're going to go into the Lakota Nation mythology. Nice, nice. Also, side note real quick that I just realized from you mentioning earlier. Uh, side note real quick that I realized real quick. Uh, where you were talking about like the previous episodes we've done, I thought it was didn't realize it, but a lot of our kind of darker episodes have all been episodes from like the the native, uh, you like American histories and things like that, like Skinwalkers, uh, Wendigos, and all of those are pretty dark episodes. Which like yeah, a lot of their mythology is pretty dark. Not that that's a bad thing. Like I think it's awesome, but it's just, like they had a relatively like dark very serious mythology which i think is very interesting i didn't had never realized that like a lot of them were like that almost all of them that we've talked about until now but yeah that's true interesting thing i realized yeah part of that could be just like the ones that perhaps definitely oh yeah 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 yeah, absolutely like they're like because one of the ones that obviously doesn't stick to that tradition is the thunderbird it's like totally not oh, yeah, super that scary awesome. or anything like that. it's just like a really cool story also in that same kind of mythology so not all of them are but it's just like a lot of the ones we've talked about are all super dark and it's like kind of well, interesting. And so coincidentally kind of go off that um you have to if you look at different cultures darker philosophies and folklore and things and so there is a coincidence you know coincidence or not that does seem to be a common trend with right within different cultures. That's true. Um, so the first uh, entity or whatever we're going to talk about from the Lakota mythology is the, is walking Sam. And I oh, want to start off. Sounds like a swell a guy. Little, yeah. He's not. And uh, <laughs> we're going to stop here for a second and do a little bit of a, like a content warning, like caution tape. 
Um, we're going to be talking about two different entities today, and I, we don't have timestamps or anything. I don't know how that works. But if you want to skip, if you're, you know, uh, have a hard time dealing with sensitive topics, go ahead and skip to the the second thing we're talking about, because Walking Sam has a lot to do with suicide, depression, mass murder, and very traumatic yeah. events. And very so, heavy topics. Yeah. Yeah. Very heavy. Um, and I know we're normally like a comedic i know everyone thinks we're like the funniest people on the planet yeah i mean i do um, so i know normally we tend that way a little bit more and we'll try to mix that in with this but it at the core this is a pretty yeah deep, it's dark yeah. topic and that won't be to like disparage the seriousness of like right. with any of these things that we talk about you know like we do cover some pretty heavy and serious and like very somber topics but definitely you know what is life if you can't like try and uh right like not get super bogged down in like a lot of the really dark stuff sometimes you know yeah. so if we make jokes and stuff we're not meaning to be offensive or like yeah. not trying to make light of it it's still yeah. a very serious thing it's just try not to uh bring anyone down too much with it yeah yeah right so the lakota nation is like i mentioned located in what's now known as the Dakotas. Uh, the Lakota Nation is a larger group with uh, smaller, I guess, tribes within that all okay. identify within the Lakota Nation. Okay. And so we're going to be focused on the Oglala tribe. Um, and they're within the largest native, uh, one of the largest native reservations in the country called Pine Ridge Reservation. And wow. the area of Pine Ridge is has a long history of trauma. Um, this is a location was in the location of the Wounded Knee Massacre, Oof. which is where hundreds of uh, indigenous people were murdered. And it was just a very, very bad time. Yeah. And wow. Then jumping back to today, it's also one of the poorest counties in the United States. And it's made headlines in 2015 for a spree of teen suicides. Oh, wow. And that's kind of the jumping off point to where we are now. Uh, so between December 2014 to March 2015, so within only a couple months, there were over uh, 103 suicide attempts. And Jeez, luckily, man. only nine of them were successful. So we obviously not 133 deaths. Um, but what's scary and what's kind of a uh, major point to look at is uh, none of the victims were older than 25. So this is a lot of young people attempting suicide. Um, a lot of these people uh, were dying by hanging. And before this event, and even up till now, I believe, there have been you know, clusters of suicides um, and suicide attempts, but none of them were as large as the ones through these couple months in 2014 and 15. Man, that is like just so dark just so awful man oh i mean yeah especially in such a i mean basically if we're looking at the entire united states in this tiny little part portion this many people like of course the people in this area are gonna try to figure out what's happening like this that's not normal something that extreme and so due to these and other traumatic events looking at the entire history of not only this reservation, but just the Lakota people in general, people had began to suggest and think that there must have been a supernatural force working at 
this reservation working right. towards like against these people mm-hmm. and so it was so this is actually kind of a newer i guess entity of creating the legend of walking sam that makes sense i could definitely see how you could like you know you're just scratching your head at like what yeah. the heck is like happening and so i honestly think it's like pretty understandable that your first inclination would be like something is like supernatural is going on like is it like oh, some sure. kind of a curse or like what's happening just because like the, the i imagine like if you lived in this area during that time you'd just be kind of in shock honestly oh yeah i mean i feel like it's a similar i mean not that it's the same thing but like similar stories and, and mythology and uh fear has been spread around around the forest in japan i think it's in japan uh yeah, yeah, somewhere over there i think it's japan the one where like about. yeah where it's just like very common for people to go to the forest like with the intent of committing suicide and it's just for a long time people assumed that it was like that there was something in that forest that was causing people to do it and that it was just like that it was cursed or possessed or something like that and yeah it's just i mean at some point how can you not because yeah absolutely that, right and it's not something that happens every day that is a huge outlier yeah. that is just uncalled for and Mm -hmm. there has to be some kind of explanation it's terrifying so the same thing is happening with the lakota people they are beginning to again point to a sinister force um and even though i mentioned that walking sam is kind of a newer i guess more uh centralized entity um children have been raised in lakota households growing up hearing of things like suicide spirits stick people or shadow people and so I was trying to do some digging into to those. I wasn't able to find much except for when I was looking up stick people um, mm-hmm. to, to learn a little bit more there. But really, these were potentially stories made up to correct behavior, learn moral lessons and everything. But all things like that were also rooted in actual lore and mainly of what I was able to find. Um, there's a lot of ties to things like the the internet sensations slender man um who actually can possibly be tied back to these stories oh that makes sense yeah he looks kind of similar that makes sense like yeah kind of reminiscent of it Mm -hmm. man that like like why is slender man like so much darker than you initially think you know well isn't the story like these two girls taking another person out and killing her yeah Yeah, that was just so freaking messed up and just like knowing that this might be connected dang man so to derail a little bit from specifically uh walking sam um i was so like i said i was able to find the most information about stick people so stick people are malevolent and extremely dangerous forest spirits um details about the stick people vary from tribe to tribe obviously they weren't actually called stick people that is kind of the americanized english version Um, but they're Depending on the tribe, they're described as either like large, hairy Bigfoot-like creatures, which again, Bigfoot also could have stemmed from this. Are they still like pretty skinny? Because like being called stick people, I would think they're pretty skinny, but I think, I think like... they're called stick people more because of being like forest spirits. Oh, oh, okay. oh so that's the not like not like stick yeah. figures. I assumed, yeah, it was a stick figure guy walking around. Like it was no, like, no, no, no. He's two dimensional and turns sideways and he disappears. Like no, yeah. <laughs> um, and then other nations, other tribes have seen them more as little forest people. So like, 
That's honestly like, more cool. terrifying. I don't like oh, that. Oh, it is horrifying, yeah. Uh, so in some traditions, stick people have powers to paralyze, hypnotize, cause insanity in humans, while in others, they are me- merely lead people astray by making usually like bird sounds um, at night and like luring people away and to get lost. Um, and then occasionally some stories we hear of these stick people eating the people that they lure, kidnapping children, molesting women, all kinds of horrible things. Yeah. These guys right. are the worst, man. Yeah. Jeez. And just like most evil spirits, they attack and are more aggressive to people who disrespect them, injure them. And they're just kind of overall bad, bad spirits. Um, and so the more and more I was reading, I was kind of maybe lumping the suicide spirits, stick people and shadow people kind of together. I don't know because I was not able to find very much information, but kind of taking that information putting it into kind of what walking Sam is kind of is helping me comprehend a little bit more about him again, because we just don't know too much. Right. Um, so not too many traditional legends regarding the stick people have been recorded. These are, it's kind of more just broad statements and stories. Um, like I said, stick people is an English euphemism um, because it's believed to say the actual name in the like original tongue mm-hmm. actually causes and provokes the stick people to attack. Kind of like a bloody Mary situation where like, not yeah, necessarily exactly go. like that, but like where it's like saying the name can cause a, a reaction of some sort. That makes sense. Okay. So leading that more into the legend of the walking Sam. Um, I keep thinking we, you're going to say the walking dead. Nope. <laughs> not, not the walking dead. <laughs> I keep um, thinking you're going to say the walking dead. And I'm like, so confused. So to get into the legend of walking Sam, um, though we do have other names for him. Um, right, right, right. Called him Tall man or the stovepipe hat Bigfoot. So <laughs> that makes stove... him sound kind of goofy. But... That sounds stove, so dumb. Stovepipe hat is the, like a name for the, like the top hat. Right. Um, preferably I would uh, not call him that only no. because that yeah, does not sound, uh, sounds, sounds dumb. Kind of you don't think you don't think that if someone came running into your house like pounding it, it was please help me, help me. He's coming for me. And you're like, who? And he's like, stovepipe man, uh, or stovepipe, stovepipe hat, Bigfoot. You don't think you'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, come on in. That sounds terrifying. Like, no, oh, I gotta help this out. You'd be like, you're, I, what, are you, what are you on? I'd, I'd be like, hold on, can you say it like three more times? That's <laughs> hard to comprehend. Yeah, yeah I couldn't so even get through the name. <laughs> I, I'm, we're calling him Walking Sam. Oh, and man. I I do have my own ideas that I've conjured for why they call him that. And we can talk about that later. So uh, most of the stories describe walking Sam as a seven foot tall figure with eyes, but no mouth, which is oh. interesting because Slenderman is, has a, that smile, but no eyes, right? Dude, These guys are literally counteract like counterpoint. Well, I, I'm I, again, I think, yeah. I think uh Slenderman was created. Yeah. Kind of a lot based off of walking. Sam. Yeah. It seems like it. Like, He's wearing a suit. This guy's not wearing a suit, but he's, but he's wearing, wearing a top the hat. hat. But meanwhile, yes. Slenderman doesn't <laughs> well, have he's a hat. Wearing, he's Slenderman wearing a stovepipe hat, to be, to be clear. Yes, okay, stovepipe <laughs> hat, yes. <laughs> and then meanwhile, like, Slenderman doesn't have eyes, but he has a mouth, and vice versa. But they're both skinny, both in the woods. Like, these guys feel like they're, like, two sides of the same coin. 
Maybe right. they need to do like a uh, like a Dragon Ball Z fusion. <laughs> I'm like the ultimate the fully like, clothed man, the fully clothed, well dressed murdering Still man in the woods. Man. Jeez. Um. So something that you've guys been able to, you've guys, that's not you guys that you guys have been able to see that listeners have not yet, unless you've looked up pictures of him. Yes, the I most have. horrifying thing about Walking Sam is that when he raises his arms one sees the bodies of his previous victims hanging beneath. Oh, that's what that is. So, so you do say he's seven feet tall. I imagine these are like miniatures of the people, of his victims. I would say, I don't know exactly where in the Lakota mythology it talks about if, have, if people having souls and stuff. I'm pretty sure it, they would have some kind of spirit within them. Oh, right. so it's their spirit. The spirit is what I would assume. Gotcha. Okay. okay. And everyone knows, famously, your spirit is much smaller than your actual body. So you, it's like a little baby shape compared well, I would to your normal. I'm just kidding. It doesn't conform to the yeah. size, shape, <laughs> yes. density of a body. Makes sense. Um, I, I personally cannot attest to I just think it's funny going off of this image where it's like a bunch of little baby people. Yeah. Um, and then, Still very horrifying, though. Oh yeah, teenagers hear will hear him calling. He tries to persuade them of their worthlessness, encouraging wow. them to commit suicide. And it's believed that he does target people younger than twenty five, or just younger people in general, because they are more susceptible to things like depression mm. and lots of suicide. Yeah. And then there are also those who believe that he's not necessarily a malicious entity, but rather one that wanders the forest as punishment and is looking for companionship, which. If he's doing that to me, he would still be malicious because he's yeah. encouraging people to do bad, terrible things. Yeah, that's but, like one of the most malicious things you can do. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know exactly how that has been turned into a non-malicious thing. I'm still fully on board that he is a bad entity. Um, so obviously we do see ties to Slenderman legends, to the Boogeyman, um, to even occasionally Bigfoot and things. But from a cryptozoological, which obviously is very reliable because <laughs> they're the smartest people on the planet. Well, um, all right. I mean, kind of sounds like you don't mean that. I do not mean that at all. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, from their standpoint, people believe that it is a nor another version, or in or just in general, a, uh, a something related to Bigfoot. Um, Interesting. That's Interesting. obviously assuming Bigfoot exists and. So this is just a Bigfoot. That, this is a Bigfoot that accidentally found a hat, and so now it's just like a well-dressed Bigfoot, and yeah, everyone assumes maybe. it's something totally different. No, but he he looks pretty skinny, at least in that picture. Maybe this is like his lanky, creepy, <laughs> uh, douchebag little brother. You know? There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A, a famished, uh, well-dressed Bigfoot is is really having like a top hat, the barrier of entry for well-dressed. That's I mean, setting the or, bar pretty low. Or Bigfoot, low. which is yeah. otherwise naked, I would say, yeah. Yeah, if you're wearing <laughs> like any clothes, then yeah, that's pretty. I, I suppose it's a step in the um, right direction. And we talked about it. Oh gosh, was it our Christmas episode that I talked about? Goodness, what was my topic? Santa Claus. Um, Santa Claus. Oh yeah, and how he is a collection of mm. ideas that mm. manifested. What are those called again? Egregore. Egregore, thank you. Gosh, um, I'm so glad you paid attention to your episode. Yeah, dude, my my freaking cold is infecting your brain. 
I'm so sorry. A belief in a group that a group of people have so hard heartedly that it's actually basically manifests into Mm -hmm. a physical form. So looking at um, indigenous people, um, you know, then going down to the Lakota tribe who are so intertwined spiritually with one another, with their heritage, with their Mm -hmm. land, that some believe that walking Sam is literally a physical manifestation of the hurt trauma that the Lakota people have experienced on such a regular basis. That uh, would, oh, man, that sucks. It's just cause like, yeah. it's just insult to injury, you know, is that like a nation goes through like a really tough time and then they have this to deal with. That would just yeah. be awful. <laughs> oh, totally. And so now going into why I think walking Sam is named the way he is, is not because the entity's name is Sam at all. I think it's, you know, who has caused more trauma, Uncle Sam. So Uncle Sam, a.k.a. United States, the colonizers have been such a force yeah. of trauma and hate towards the, the people, um, gotcha. case, the Lakota people, but the, the native indigenous people in America, that, that they would name an entity of evil off of what they've experienced as evil. Brutal. Kind of just that, that would my make sense. two cents. I mean, I'm obviously not accredited with any kind of knowledge on native uh, mythology, but that's just kind of what I kind of would picture. Yeah, like I, I'm not like too educated on this fact either. But just looking at from at least the depiction and the name, that that seems pretty logical in my mind. I mean, doesn't but... Uncle Sam have a top hat? Yeah, he typically does. He and he's does. Like a, he's a he's a really tall dude. As he well. is relatively skinny. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you would think if like this just looks like a very like a starving, grotesque Uncle Sam. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you, and if you think about it, right? Again, like I mentioned, kind of at the beginning there, that people in this area are still to this day one of the poorest counties in the united states right and i mean who has done that more to them even today than the government Fair. right yeah so personally that's that's kind of where i'm coming from so kind of to bring it all together for him um whether walking sam is real or not it, it that's not what matters it's the effect that he has whether he's a metaphor for depression or not the the effect that the idea of this has or the effect that's happening so, somehow you know this is obviously something that we we and people there do take very seriously um in 2015 i believe they they do a yearly march for the wounded knee um mm-hmm. but in as well they now also add in all of the like the people who have committed suicide as well and it's just a very okay. beautiful thing. I, I, um, I saw, like, I, I went to the, the website and, and watched the march or part of the march that they had and everything. It was very beautiful. I'm, you know, and I do think it needs a lot more attention. Um, and people do ask for, you know, or are asking for help. Um, what's even scarier though, there have been disturbing videos that have surfaced of teens in the area explaining how to tie a noose just right. There have been wow. pastors and teachers that have stepped in at the last moment to stop group suicides. 
Um, authorities find nooses hanging off of trees randomly. And so whether or not these people are having their dark desires exacerbated by alcohol abuse, drugs, school dropout rates, all of these negative things are just swarming. I mean, the mental health alone is just really bad there. And they just don't have the care or the resources to get that. And so if there is a malicious spirit, it's obviously very sad. We're going to talk about another legend from the Lakota people. So after talking about Walking Sam, I'm sure we need a little bit of a... Yes, please. ...segue to get into brighter spirits because... I definitely feel that, yeah. I'm ready for whatever you're going with next, as long as it takes me away from Walking Sam. Anything is better. You know what? I hope anything's better. Picture something in your mind that you think I'm going to talk about next. Okay. And if it's a giant spider person, you'd be right. Oh, it was a unicorn, so that's close. <laughs> uh, that's got to be its own episode. But oh, giant spider person? Bro, we want to go lighter. Not I, like, I, yeah. What is this Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, sorry. My thing froze. What? <laughs> what froze? I'm going to cry. Everything. I just couldn't hear you. And then randomly, I heard. <laughs> we were making such great zany jokes. <laughs> okay, well, okay. So where where are we where where do I pick up? Where was I? Ick told me we were just making yeah, jokes about it. We're just making jokes about how it was ugly and it was the definitely not unicorns. Unfortunately, I would just like to point out that this episode is cursed. Yeah, well, that's what you do when you do cursed items. Cursed well, it's creatures. a little bit, you know, like, I mean, Walking Sam is probably the most cursed creature we've ever done. Honestly. Yeah. So, kind of makes sense. Spider people. We're going to, we're just going <laughs> to, we're just going to power through. So what is it? What is the spider person? <laughs> Tell, Tell me, me more, more about spider people. We have this basically spirit god like creature person okay. within the Lakota mythology. And his name is Ikthomi, who is oh, that's a sick name. Spider yeah. trickster spirit slash like culture hero slash like God figure. Who wow, a lot of titles for this oh, spider yeah. person. <laughs> very, very much. Um and again, the reason why probably is like translation issues mixed oh, okay. through different stories from different nations and so it could it, you know obviously translation errors probably happened so i'm assuming right. it at the start it was one of those but we're, right you know we're gonna go with it was one of those so it started uh, out as like either a trickster god or like a, a spirit or a cultural hero or culture hero or like something and then like now it just like kind of picked up all of those titles and it just became like omega powerful Right. You totally. don't know. Maybe it's just like the Swiss Army knife of God. It could be. I mean, we've seen the Swiss Army man. Now what about the Swiss Army God? <laughs> um, and so to to grasp kind of a little bit of Ichthomi, you have okay. you can I don't think I want to grasp him, but maybe, maybe not. But <laughs> to to grasp the concept, sorry. Oh, okay. Man. I'll I'll specify I see, I see. for you. I see. It makes sense now. <laughs> We can think of the Norse god Loki. 
and when I say think about the Norse god Loki, I'm talking about more of the Marvel version than the actual one. So Oh, sick. Yeah. Because like I little mentioned for a second, he's he's very much of a trickster, trickster kind of mm-hmm. guy. He's uh, he's tricky. Iktomi is kind of in that same vein of sometimes does good, sometimes does bad, but in gotcha. like at the end of the day, he's still a god. He's still right. revered. He's still Iktomi, you know. Gotcha. So while he takes the an appearance of a spider most of the time, he can actually take shape in any form, um, and that even includes a human form. And, and he chooses spider over any other form ever. That's wild. Just uh, all those legs, I guess they're handy. I suppose, yeah, maybe. No, they're they're leggy actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then when it's uh, when he's in his human form, it's said that he would wear red, yellow, and white paint with black rings around his eyes. Wow. Like, so he's a any clothes bee. as well, or just paint? May, maybe some clothes. Well, hopefully know. some clothes. I mean, based whatever floats the, his boat, but, you know. Based on uh, Walking Sam, he only wore a hat, so. Oof. All right. So true. And <laughs> so most tales of Iktomi focused more on moral lessons, more things that would, like, chastise kids to try to make them do the correct thing, more so of that than actual, like, history of a actual person. Even though this person probably did have some sort of sway within history to become something, most of the stories that are still around are more of moral lessons. Okay. Um, so much so as far as like him actually having some kind of actual history, in my opinion, is he's said to be the bringer of Lakota culture. So definitely there's something there. Interesting. Um, and and I'm not an expert enough to know where that is. So we're just going to mm-hmm. go with some stories <laughs> and a little bit of the history. Sounds good. I love that. <laughs> Thanks. So <laughs> uh, a little bit of history for him. He is the firstborn son of Inyan, or, or oh. translated into The Rock. Um, nice. And not, not Dwayne Johnson. Oh, <laughs> not Dwayne Johnson. What a disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> Thought for sure we were getting a mythology with him. <laughs> right. Uh, so he's originally called Ksaw. So remember <laughs> that because I will be mentioning that name a little bit more. Um, and we have an author named James Walker who writes about him, um, talking about his right. roots. Wait. Did you say writes about him? Hmm? Did you say he writes about him? The, an author named James Walker writes about Yeah. Okay. They gotta, yeah, yeah. In my, you you glitched up for a second and i heard riots about him and i was like he what oh <laughs> i got out in the streets like just white big offense just, just shouting this guy's name all day i was very confused for a moment well i was really kind of hoping it was the riots for him instead no no he not just he writes about him not oh. riots uh, so that's... uh <laughs> he writes about iktomi and his relationship with also being ksa so ksa is the god of wisdom and mm. so he's as these thoughts about him being having roots within that because Ksaw had uh he used his wisdom to cause a goddess to hide her face in shame and a god to bow his head in grief i'm assuming that means being witty and being wise which again if you know more about the norse version of sorry the norse version of loki does that kind of thing all the time with oh, yeah, yeah yeah 
shaming people and just calling people out and being extremely <laughs> witty wise. I mean, yeah. I, I suppose witty for the times anyway, because anytime I hear the things that he says, I'm like, I don't really get that, but sure, okay, I suppose. <laughs> Definitely not, not witty in witty, 2023, but, but uh-huh. in uh, BC whatever. Yeah, yeah. His jokes go hard back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> Scott and the god of motion condemned him that he was no longer allowed to feast with the gods, sit with the gods. It's rude as heck, man. Would would not would be in a world without friends basically. And so he goes from saw the God of wisdom being banished to what we think to be Iktomi, the God of trickster and cunning. Oh, uh, so just one bad day and he was pushed over the edge yeah. and now yeah. he's a trickster. God got pretty much pushed into his rebellious phase. And it pretty much. So, I mean, it pretty much, he was stripped of his title and like, like forced into being that where he'd be entrapped in his really? own schemes forever and basically being like having the fate to always fail. Hey, you know what? When you're like forced into something like that, like you might as well lean into it hard. And now I kind of understand like the spider uh, look, I guess if you're going to be the trickster God and like people are going to force you into that, then you just go hard and just, Full send, yeah, full like send. Super weird, which I can get behind that, honestly. Right. And instead of turning like evil, sure, like no, I said, he's, just... he's not a bad guy, but he goes full trickster, full whatever. His yeah. his whole goal basically is to make people out to be ridiculous and yeah. kind of dumb, right? Basically, do what the other god did to him. Uh huh. Nice. Some so sweet petty revenge. Oh, of course, of course. Um and. Like I mentioned, of course, these stories have a home in a lot of different um, native origin stories, but specifically in kind of the one that we're focusing on in the uh, Ogala tribe, specifically within the Lakota nation of South Mm -hmm. Dakota, they present Iktomi as the second manifestation or degeneration of Ksa, who hatched from a cosmic egg laid by another god, which was the one we mentioned earlier, Wak in Yan, um a prim- primordial thunderstorm so not did d- that story didn't happen but he is basically a degeneration or a kind of separation of another god oh uh, i didn't i didn't know the thunderstorms laid eggs i guess that's yeah, where really. like low thunderstorms come from <laughs> it's it's a uh, cosmic eggs so it's not just like a chicken oh, it's oh. a it's a it's a fancy space egg i imagine it was also cosmic thunderstorm uh, yeah, probably, is that probably. where cosmic brownies come from? <laughs> from the cosmic eggs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Delicious. You have to get the cosmic egg with the cosmic milk. Uh-huh. uh-huh. You mix a, them together. Steel, I guess. Put it in your cosmic oven. You get a cosmic brownie. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in most stories attributed to Iktomi, um, he is the very essence in representing confusion between wisdom and volley because again he used to be all about wisdom and now having fallen he's kind of taking that but then in twitter intertwining like chaos so he's kind of juggling that line twisting everybody else's wisdom on themselves exactly um so he'd be be like he'd play malicious tricks on people if they would ever especially if they would, or in the past had jeered at him 
looked at him funny for his look, like how he looks now as a spider, any kind of thing. Like those are the people that he goes after a lot harder. Okay. Um, so he's kind of like a, like maybe a like true justice. I don't know. Like not true justice, but like karmic justice kind of guy. Yes. Um, except for the fact that just he's, desserts. like I said, he's faded. Yeah, just pretty much That's probably always, better. always fail. I mean, pretty much every single in the stories, almost every single one of his schemes just falls into ruin. He, wow. he then has to, you know, is, is played as the fool and basically story to children so that they don't feel dumb or feel attacked when their parents are trying to like correct them. Oh, that's well, a pretty creative way to do that, I suppose. Yeah. Creative is a word for it. I confusing is also another word for it. I don't know if I would if, if I was a kid, I don't know if I would quite get that lesson from this story, but I'm glad other kids are smarter than I am. <laughs> well, I think I think it's it's a just a very like cuz I mean if you think about it, especially like nowadays, there's a whole like the whole motion to be I forget what it's called. G- oh, g- gentle parenting, right? Uh, How yes. kid they're trying to get away from how older generations did a lot of like spanking and beating and stuff to try mm-hmm. to correct kids' behaviors. This is actually really interesting because that seems to have been how things have been done for so long, but this is taking it gentle parenting to ancient history. Which yeah. Is incredibly cool to see. And so, yeah, to me, that's like, and that's not how you <laughs> correct kids' <laughs> behavior. Yeah. Like, I'm a, but it, I'm a boomer. You just gotta <laughs> smack them in line. But like, really thinking about it, like making, you know, because kids are embarrassed if they do something wrong and they don't want to be called out or like be told how stupid they are or something. Right. If you if you do it in a way of education and kind of an entertaining way, I think that's actually really cool. And I I think just as far as ancient history goes, that's one of the honestly one of the most like mature things I've ever seen. Definitely. Like, no, no one likes to be wrong. Everybody will like kind of push against that naturally because they don't want to admit it. So kids probably more so than adults because they're just not used to it and they're still having to get used to like trying to figure out how to react to it. So it makes sense to try and do it in as gentle of a way as possible so they don't have that knee-jerk negative reaction. Mm -hmm. It also kind of makes it like pretty relatable, I suppose, is that like you're kind of showing like your children that in a sense like everybody makes mistakes you know when everybody yeah. like fails oh totally i mean like even if a god can make these mistakes yeah we revere and look up to and respect yeah it's okay everyone makes mistakes yeah that's a good point i like it um like so to it. get into a little bit more of his abilities um because that's obviously why we care about monsters you're right exactly <laughs> so like i mentioned he does a shapeshifter and he has really cool abilities alongside that. So he's able to use basically strings or webs, if we want to go into the more spidery sense, to control humans like puppets. Wow. Um, oh, that's a little less great. Yeah. <laughs> um, put it lightly. <laughs> yeah, but it's okay. It's okay. Um, he has the power to make potions that can change gods. So basically, you know, Again, playing a trickster, I'm assuming that like jokes on them to like make them look funny. Oh, oh, I was thinking like you give like Zeus and 
like like and Hermes like Friday kind of and they like yeah they swap <laughs> places now Hermes is taking over Zeus's job and it's he's trying to figure out how to run the thunderstorms and meanwhile Zeus is having to run crazy everywhere and out of breath <laughs> maybe yeah, uh, maybe Iktomi is just like uh turning other gods into llamas and, and then live go. like a couple weeks heck like llamas yeah. you know heck yeah dude the emperor's new groove kind of a vibe <laughs> yes sir well, now I gotta watch that movie after this. Dang oh, it. dude, that movie's classic. <laughs> that movie's a great movie. Um, okay, more than that, he's able to gain control over people and trick gods and mortals. So I think he's just a very deceptive, yeah, persuasive, persuasive. See, okay, maybe. so I'm going into my D and D stance, and whenever I think of perception, I mean perception, persuasion, I think that's good, and then deception, that's more evil, which I feel like is <laughs> very similar things. So I don't know if. That- let's say he's a persuasive guy not not a yeah. guy. he's not lying to you he's just coercing you and convincing you of it that his side is the right side he's not yeah, lying exactly. to you exactly. he's just very good at very selling. he's just a great salesperson he just pre- presents all the correct facts it is a super interesting though is that like all of this guy's like abilities seem like just innately like very malevolent you know mm-hmm. he's able to just puppeteer people he's able to like drug people really good you know he's able to just trick and like uh fool people really well and it's honestly pretty surprising that this guy isn't just like a straight up villain you know right like the fact that he's able yeah. to have these powers and still not be evil is you know credit to him yeah massive self control Go, go with Tommy. So everyone knows it's bad to go through life without a, a good friend. And uh, in all, most of his stories, he actually does have an accomplice or a, a friend. We're not going to accomplice again. Sounds kind of like he's doing crimes. Crime. Yeah. <laughs> so um, not much is known about this accomplice of his, but uh, their name is Mika um, translated into coyote. There are times when, um, Mika will also be coming to the aid of the Lakota people with with Iktomi. Okay, so is it like a coyote? Like you said, we don't know much, but um, I don't. But I assume it's like a coyote person. Oh, okay. Or a normal coyote. I don't know. I I think it's pretty interesting because, um, for for me, I don't want to call Mika a pet if he's not. But for me, my partner in crime if I had them right now would be my cats, <laughs> right? Because they're we're we're just doing all our cute little cat crimes together. And at the end of the day, we're cut we're cuddling cat and crimes. she'll be purring and 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 you know I'm just I feel I feel good, right? So mm-hmm. Mika has abilities to basically give protection to people from evil, um increased like technology and warn them of danger. Okay. Nice. Maybe this is kind of like the angel on like Iktomi's shoulder, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a good idea. It's like his like uh, familiar that offsets yeah. out all of the bad things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So it's kind of like the like yeah like the the good and evil mixing to the forces uh-huh. of both to make yin and yang. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That is a cool idea. I hadn't thought of that. So. Um... <laughs> Tales of Iktomi's propensity for mischief leads many to assume that this folk hero god, whatever, is evil. 
However, it's really not a simple matter when it comes to gods, right? Because again, if you look at a lot of pantheons in different areas areas of the world, including Loki, who I'm gonna I'm just gonna keep going back to because I I know Norse mythology the best. From what we know and what we've can gathered, people didn't like fear Iktomi. People didn't fear Loki. People don't fear gods that do sketchy things zeus for you know oof. that dude did so much sketchy stuff yeah, yeah. Sketchy. <laughs> yeah. um and so again it's just a very complex subject when we talk about pantheons and gods and legends in people's cultures so of course he can be seen as good bad but again it's just way too complicated to to put that nail on the head he's he's just a he's just a god you know yeah. uh yeah. You know, I think it's far more interesting if we look at gods as like multidimensional, right. you know, in the aspect of like, they're not just like straight good or like straight evil is that they like kind of like us, they can do good things, they can do bad things. And, you know, sometimes it's just the stories you hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So despite any kind of conclusions that we could come to, basically the consensus is that the Lakota people, at least from the past, we've been able to gather that instead of being extreme fear or worship towards Iktomi, it was more of they see him as a god. He, You shouldn't upset him. You shouldn't anger him or anything. Kind of let him live his life, and, and you'll be fine. Fair enough. I respect Fair. it. Um, and then kind of backing down to the actual human bug thing that is Iktomi. Human uh, bug thing. Wow. <laughs> All right. He's wow, a I god. Think- He's a god, Brad. Please give him some respect. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I think you might have just put yourself on his bad side right there. Yeah, I'd watch seriously. Out. It's a god spider thing to you, please. <laughs> so a picture of a spider, you know, looking at Iktomi, not as a god, but just the symbol of him could be used as love magic, actually. Oh, so by that, okay. souls of two people could be caught and connected together like in a web. Um, it's basically kind of like foreshadowing or whatever that it's a like an inescapable love to or like their fate being unex- inescapable of meeting and then falling in love. Oh, um, there is kind of romantic. a story. I'm, I had a, trouble finding out if it was a specific person or if this is a title that there's someone named Lame Deer, which is translated into something else. But when I looked it up, trying to search for, for it, it seems kind of like a title. And it's a title for like a like a spiritual person within okay. the Lakota people. So he tells a story um, in which Iktomi saw a group of ducks. He wanted to eat them. And so he lied talking to them, saying that he had a bag full of songs and the ducks asked him to sing some of them he agreed only if they closed their eyes and he started killing them wow and <laughs> while some of the ducks realized what was happening um Iktomi, uh basically which <laughs> to me is kind of funny he looked and and was exclaiming that he was like the politicians who made us close our eyes sing and dance for them while they hit us on their head on the head um and i just think that's uh. kind of a funny way of kind of telling that kind of story yeah man it's uh that's just uh sounds like a pretty like chaotic story you know yeah yeah <laughs> so with a lot of topics of getting too in depth um and then even just 
the same here with the Lakota mythology is that it was a word of mouth tradition, an oral tradition yeah. with no written to very few written records um, until more recently, of course. Um, there's tons of really cool things that we could have talked about and maybe we will at some point, but yeah, the Lakota people have just so much history, so much in-depth religion and, and stuff that we could talk about. So if you are interested, we could totally get in more into it, but like that that's what I had for you today. Yeah, like super fascinating and really just kind of gives you some gives us some very diversified like perspectives or like aspects, you know, like you right. got the really like grim and like tragic darkness of Walking Sam, and then you have kind of the more mischievous and uh maybe not jovial is the right word, but yeah, you know, just the mischievousness of Iktomi. So, right. Yeah. At least more lighthearted than Sam was walking. Sam. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> um, well, that's all I had for y'all today. Um, please, if any of your friends are interested in Lakota mythology or just uh, indigenous mythology at all, yeah, you could uh, recommend them to this episode. That would be great. Uh, check out our Twitter uh, at Vanquishers Pod, and then check out our TikTok, yes. Vanquishers Guide. Heck yeah. Hello, Bryce here, just at the end of the episode. Uh, yeah, so you may have noticed on this episode, we had some uh, audio hiccups. Yeah, we were dealing with some uh, kind of frustrating internet issues. Sorry for kind of a little bit of a drop in our usual quality, but uh, we still thought that the content of this podcast was really good. And if you're listening to this, it means that you probably made it to the end. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, as always, and maybe also as another reminder, is that we know we talked about some pretty dark subjects in this episode. I just wanted to give you a reminder to take care of yourselves and, you know, treat yourself every once in a while. You know, everybody deserves it, so uh, why don't you, we all just uh, do something nice for ourselves. But, yeah, so just doing the outro on this one this time. Uh, thank you all once again, and have a great week.